make sure we're both in this. Uh, hi, this is Charlotte Pierce with Ready Row USA. We are here with Rick Bako for our 11.30 a.m. Uh, interview at the U.S. Rowing Convention. And I'm going to fiddle around here a little bit and see if I can get a better, uh, let's put on our equipment, uh, see if I can get a better camera. Rick's already, he knows the drill because he's got his headphones on. Yeah. Um, let's move, uh, yeah, there we go. Let me right. see if I can get my other camera working now. It's be, it's so much better. Oh. Yes, it's there. <gasps> now, everybody watching, you can oh. see how much better it is. Okay. Yeah, it's high def. Um, and there we go. Okay, Rick. We are here. You and I got to know each other yesterday when we rode down from Boston. And yes, in six the hour drive. Six uh, hour uh, drive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> No, no major accidents, unlike one of our friends here at the convention. Oh, right. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, that's a long, a lot of highway. Anyway, you are here to compete in the... The Lightweight Masters I-1X. So that's 1X. a 75 to 79 lightweight. And now. it's indoor, the indoor rowing competition, which is in conjunction Correct. with... The U.S. Rowing Convention. Right. And this will be yeah. the national championship of indoor rowing. Right, right. So, yeah. are you ready? Are you fueled um, up? And... Yeah, as ready as I can be at the moment. I think. Yeah. Uh, I hope to be in even better shape for the Crash Bees, but I'm yeah. feeling That's, pretty good. I've had a couple good workouts. March in Boston, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, it'll be a month from uh, yeah. four weeks from the Sunday race here. And I think that. Um, I think we're going to be there doing interviews, so we we won't get you right after you row because there's often some physical. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I won't barf in a, a, a bucket for you like I, I've heard others have done. Barf in a bucket. Yeah. Let's see if we can get our other camera. Yes, it's working. Here we are. Oh no, no. Yes. There. Yes, there ah. we are. Isn't that cool? Okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like that. Multiple angles. Multiple angles. Good. It's just that I have to look to my computer and switch, mm -hmm. you know. But anyway, so what else? Um, so you're in the Military and Veterans Program at Community at Rowing. Community Rowing, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, wonderful program. Uh, it started on the ERG in 19, late 1999 when uh, I was a long-term marathon runner, and uh, injuries got to the point where... I had several years where I couldn't run at all and mm -hmm. kind of discovered the rowing machine and uh, immediately got into the racing part of it. So my first crash fees was uh, in the year 2000. And uh, I found it was a good, uh, since I couldn't run, it turned out to be the next best thing as far as getting the same kind of yeah. intensity of workouts that I was used to doing on the roads. And I did that for a long time and in the competitions, few of my friends kept saying, uh, oh, you ought to go out in the water. Tried it a couple of times, couldn't keep a boat straight to save my life. <laughs> it's, and we all it went up. through that. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, two of uh, my erging friends said, well, you ought to go to community rowing. One says go to community rowing. The other says, you ought to go to community rowing because for military veterans, it's a free program uh, appealing to my frugal side. So uh, I says, well, you know, I uh, I can't get up at 4 a.m. and drive down to CRI and uh, come back and work all day. Maybe when I retire. That was my excuse for years. So when I announced my retirement, my friend immediately shot me an email and said, well, you're retired. Time to join the military program at CRI. 
that wasn't Teresa. <laughs> no, that was Paul Flack, uh, okay. a good friend of mine who had uh, been in the program himself at one point. Yeah. And uh, he, he lives in uh, Annapolis now, and uh, you know, he was a great whitewater uh, mm-hmm. canoeist uh, on the national team wow. back in his younger days. So I uh, figured, well, if I get in an eight-man boat and only have to row with one oar, chances are I won't make the boat go off line the way I do in a single. Yeah. So I, I thought maybe starting with sweep might work. Okay. So I went down there, and uh, it, 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 I was shaky, but uh, yeah. it was a whole lot better than trying sculling. Well, I, I don't know if it... No, there was some MIT eats that flipped one time, but it was because of high water or something, yeah, right? Yeah. Storm or something. Yeah, I've like never, I haven't flipped uh, <laughs> in an eight crop. So far, I've only flipped in you singles. You haven't been that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've flipped in singles. Yeah. Although this real. past year, for the first year, I didn't flip all year. Yeah, same. So, yeah. I, I mean, knock on something. Yeah, yeah. Knock on uh, <laughs> So anyway, I, I joined it, and... Uh, just immediately fell in love with it. Uh, yeah. We would do sweep rowing every Tuesday and Thursday morning. I'd have to get up at four o'clock to drive into Boston to make uh, our five, what was supposed to be a 5:30 a.m. workout. Mm-hmm. We'd be off the water a little after seven o'clock and uh, drive back home. And since I was retired, I could take a nap. Yeah. So you know, started so going and working all day. All good. So for it worked recovery. out fine. Yeah. yeah. But I immediately fell in love with it kept up with my erging on days when I wasn't rowing. And when the springtime came around, the uh, our coach suggested that I sign up for the Sunday sculling as well, mm-hmm. uh, telling me I'd just become a better row period if I, I could scull that would also help me in the gate. And, Did they detail uh, why that would be? No. said, <laughs> do it. <laughs> Maybe focusing. Uh, Balance more often on all the things I'm supposed to be doing, okay. which I still do wrong. I, I don't square up in time. I don't compress fully. Mm. It's it's amazing know, how many mistakes you can make in a single stroke. But there's always another stroke. Yes. Right? yes. So with a little coaching, uh, within a couple of sessions, I was able mm-hmm. to make the single go where I wanted it to. Yeah. At first, the first couple of sessions, I had to keep stopping every few minutes and uh, mm-hmm. Uh, letting one oar sit on the water while I pulled on the other one to straighten myself yeah. out. But uh, it didn't take too long before I could make the boat go straight yeah. and go around the curves the way I was supposed to. But you've done a lot of art competitions. I mean, that's kind of your yeah, thing, I, isn't it? Right. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was best at. Yeah. Uh, it, it filled in a void that I lost when I uh, couldn't run races anymore. Right. So every every erg race I could find, I yeah. did. Do you reach, like, when you're in a, what is it, a 2K that you're doing tomorrow? Yeah, 2K yeah. on Sunday, yeah. Do you reach a point where you just have to, like, tell your mind to go, keep going? It, your, your mind to tell your body. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I found, as I was moving, uh, as, as I was progressing, that for me it was critical to do a lot of 2K time trials at home because there would come a point that I knew I was going at the pace that I had done before and yet I would get this overwhelming urge to stop because it, it, the, the fatigue was so bad and I would have to tell myself, yes, but you've done this before so you can do it again. Right. And then and you did, push in fact, it. not die. Yeah, yeah. 
And then I, you know, it would take a while to push through that until I got to the point of maybe with 300 to go or so, yeah. I would rally and I would finish surprisingly strong uh, considering how bad I felt at, say, 1,300 or 1,400 yeah. meters. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, I think it's a matter of training your mind by doing that specific yeah, thing. Yeah, it's, it, you just, I don't know what it is. It's like an internal fight that goes on and you yeah. just think, you know, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. But, you know, if you do indeed do it, then you don't die. And, right. Yeah, so yeah. you push along, and, and I found the same thing when I was a runner. That uh, you know there'd be certain people that would always be ahead of me and behind me, yes. and then through training, as I got better, there'd be a race that somebody who always beat me was close enough in front of me that uh, isn't that interesting. I felt that today I can beat him, and I would, and that would fuel me to yeah. go faster yet the next time, and that, that's how I progressed running. And it's so incremental. Yeah, you have to. You have to kind of be mindful you believe of all in yourself. those. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, doing a 2K time trial at home and hitting a certain time gives you the confidence that in the race that okay, I have done this before. Yes. So no matter how bad this hurts, I know I I know I'm capable of doing this. Yeah. If only I'm tough enough to get through this mental block yeah. I've got. So you're retired, but you have do you have plans for future besides the crash bees in Boston? Are there some other uh, races that you're? Well, last year we got to our our military program got to do several races. Yeah. Uh, in the boat. Yes. Yeah. Uh, in our eight, we did uh, we did the Cromwell Cup and the Charles. Uh, mm-hmm. We fortunately went got to go to Canadian Henley. Yes. And uh, we rode uh, a one k up there. We did the CRI Fall Classic. I got to do a double with Paul Farrell, and then we did an eight later on in the day. Head of the Charles, uh, I got to do a four, uh, a four with Coxon. So you just love racing. I love racing, yeah. And as much as it hurts during the race, there's a great sense of satisfaction. You you inspire me again, because I took a couple, well, I raced the head of the Charles a couple times, and then last year I didn't do any races, but... You've inspired me. You know, well, it's like it's not. It's, what do you, what's the ultra, What's the worst thing that could happen? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, my a good friend of mine from uh, Bradford, Mass, uh, who's one of the the world's best uh, over sixty women ergers, had a great phrase. She she hates racing, totally hates <laughs> it, but she is so good at it. And she said one time, "I like to have erged." Have to erg. Because once you've done that, the camaraderie after the race with other people who have done that is just such a great feeling. It's so true. Yeah. So true. Uh, we live for that. That's, that is the best part of it. Yeah. That, that's better than the racing itself, the uh, uh, common interest, uh, yes. the common yeah, experience. Yeah, that's uh, it. And even if you're you race a single, you know, it's still... You have that yeah. community. You talk with yeah. everybody else mm-hmm. afterwards. You know, uh, how about when that uh, stupid coach from that other club <laughs> waked up? Yeah, we. <laughs> where she cut me off under the bridge. Darn them! <laughs> I, I, yeah, I was. I did the Cromwell Cup one time, and someone crossed over. You know, at that time I was like my first race, I think, and mm-hmm. I didn't know you could protest. Oh. Like, right. <laughs> but whatever, and I we became friends. Yeah. 
but anyway, um, anyway, what what else uh, what else charms you about supportive rowing and being here at the convention? Uh, I guess that it's a, it's both frustrating and satisfying that, uh, especially uh, compared to the erg, which I you can make so many mistakes in the erg and it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. When you get in a boat. There's so many things I still do wrong after four years. I, I don't square up in time yeah. often. I don't fully compress because I'm afraid of flipping the boat. So are you going to work on those when things? When I'm in an eight, I, I, I compress more than I do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm always working on yeah, it. Yeah, I know you like that. I got to know you over the last couple of days. And yeah. it, I don't I, tap down enough. No. Uh, I don't yeah. come out of the water you, clear. It's uh, funny. You know what you're doing wrong. But, yeah. But you also know when it, it feels good. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much. Um, if there's anyone else you want to give a shout out to, or oh, just my crewmates at CRI, yeah. uh, Franklin Schwarzer, our captain, a Marine, uh, Paul Farrell, who's uh, been my greatest mentor, uh, a former uh, Navy commander, mm -hmm. uh, Marcel Bedard, a uh, current captain in the Army, uh, you know, Wayne Thompson, uh, John Hudanich. Uh, Oh, who else? Yeah. <laughs> we go with so many. We have a couple of new rowers, oh, Kate Krause. Say, and, let's uh, give a big shout-out uh, to Teresa Welch. Oh, Teresa Welch, our coach. Yeah. yeah. Alex. Uh, um, Andrea. Yeah. Andrea Covelli. Uh, Covelli, yeah. Uh, helps out with uh, yeah. Teresa sometimes. We just, it's amazing. Uh, Catherine Sorella, our, our sculling right. coach on Sunday. Uh, Heather Kozakowski, another new uh, female rower. We've Sweet. got uh, Pablo Tola. Uh, another new guy mm -hmm. joined us uh, uh, on the ergs, and uh, he's so strong. I'm sure he's going to be great when we get back out in the water. And uh, Will the Sailor, uh, he's still an active uh, <laughs> Navy guy. Name. Yeah, big, big guy. Uh, oh, and uh, he's powerful. He's huh? fairly new to rowing, and he's, uh, he's in his 30s, I think. And I think he's. Yeah. He looks like he could be our very best yeah. rower once he Sweet. gets it all right. Yeah. Well, I don't know how many other boathouses have a military and veterans program, but yeah. we probably some. But this I think is there's so one in New York. They yeah. were trying to get us to do a uh, New York Boston uh, race before, <laughs> yeah, before uh, COVID hit. We we're yeah. gonna try to meet at a neutral place right. in Connecticut somewhere. Make sure you wear your Boston Red Sox. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Rick. You're this welcome. Great, and thank you for helping out with the podcast and the live stream here at the U.S. Rowing Convention. Really appreciate it. Very welcome, and I look forward to uh, this afternoon when Mary Whipple comes Mary on. Mary Whipple's coming on at 2:30. That is so great. Yeah, uh, yeah and I'm totally uh, psyched about Don that. from uh, H2 Row. Don Ukrainik. Yeah, yep. Ukrainik. So yeah, I bought yeah. his H2 uh, row shoes uh, about a year and a half. Yeah, I'm gonna. Boats and uh, CRI and been very happy with them. Yeah, those are wonderful. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Take care. See you all later. 2:30.